You might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. Today's episode is brought to you by Toxic Masculinity and Febreze. Because what's fresher than talking crazy to bitches? Enjoy the episode. So my first question is, what exactly is toxic masculinity? Um, what is toxic about a man seeing a woman and saying, hey, I think she's attractive. I want to holler at her. I want to talk to her. I want to approach her. Um, but, I mean, let's keep it raw. Let's keep it real. Damn, you look good. I'm trying to hit that. Okay. What's wrong with that? Because if a woman did it, what's wrong with that? We human. We procreate. We we keep our race alive by by seeing each other. And if no one approaches anyone, what makes it toxic? Now, I'm not going to uh, alleviate the fact that there are certain things um, that aggressive. Uh, no means no. Certain things in that aspect, absolutely. Like that's that's here nor there. You know, what I mean, it's true. It's factual. You can't deny that those are things that happen in this world. There are a lot of things where it's like, hey, I ain't toxic because I want to clap them cheeks. Like, let's be real. Like, I just want to, I want to smack them buns. I want to uh, see what you got going on, see what that thought like. And from there, you know, it is what it is. Now, obviously, you want to have a deeper connection and all that other shit, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the objective. You go out to the club and you drinking Casamigos and Henny and you taking shots and you got bottle girls and you popping champagne. You didn't go out just to be seen. You went out to be seen to be seen. That makes sense. Like, come on now. Let's be real. Let's be real. Like, for real, for real, for real, for real. Toxic masculinity is only as such because now somewhere in society we have said that there's a patriarchy. And patriarchy is is the damnation of the world, but it also civilized society. Um, I'm a man myself, uh, but I also am a man that identifies as black. So I didn't reap the benefits and the rewards. I, I recently just had a conversation with someone and we were talking about that and they were like, you know, men have privilege and this is that and other. And I was like, black men, uh, when we first were allowed to vote, even though it was before women, we were still three-fifths of a vote. We had to take tests and IQ and it had to all be all this other shit that came with it. But let's be honest. Let's, let's be honest for a second. If you really want to call it what it is, toxic masculinity is just white, white male privilege. If you want to put a, a, a PC term on it. So toxic masculinity in essence is white male privilege. It's the, it's the paradigm that white men get to walk around and do what the fuck they want, when the fuck they want. They get to trump, grab it by the pussy, and call it a day. Because your average man does not have that luxury. Um, there's too many requirements just to be a man, especially now in today's society with women being liberated, which is a beautiful thing. But women being liberated in the workplace, making their own money, doing their own thing, they entrepreneurs, they bosses, they bossed up, they I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. Do you know what that means? Yes, they're fucking independent. So with them being independent, mm, as a man, just being attractive and having a little money in your pocket ain't enough. You got to be attractive, a little money in your pocket. You got to have a personality. You got to be emotionally vulnerable. You got to be able to deal with your own trauma. 
So, you know, brother, go to therapy, uh, go do some yoga. You gotta, you gotta be really very, very versed and well-rounded or it's the other side of it. And women don't want to talk about it, but the talk, the part of toxic masculinity that women love, and I'll say women that are uh, heterosexual or even that just enjoy male presence. Nigga, you better be slanging some good dick. Like, just let's call, let's call it what it is. Like, if you're not slanging that thing, if you're not, if you're not making that twat to spit that water, like, what are you doing? Like, there's nothing else for for us to discuss because it's it's one or the other. Either you're a quote unquote high value man, which is a new term that's been circulating, or you're a nigga with good pain. Like, however you want to call it, you know what I mean? We all know. We we know what it is. The dude that be driving his girlfriend's car, he don't pay no bills, he don't really do nothing, probably got a couple kids, but guess what? He's slanging that thing like like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. Like like a good neighbor, that dangling is there. So he can do and maneuver how he wants. Now, the man that's quote-unquote high value or has some things going for him, his options are a little bit better. It's kind of like bottom shelf versus top shelf. The dude that's slanging that thing, he he has a nice little roster. Some of them are, mm, some of them are, mm, you know, and then some of them are good and some of them are not. The one that's a high value man, that's got money, he's got things going for him, and he's traveling, doing whatever the case may be. His dating pool is probably a little bit on the higher end side, which is which is a great thing. But at the same time, when you're busy, I don't have time to spend too much time and be chasing women. And if I do, I'm not necessarily chasing a woman; I'm pursuing a woman. So it's a difference. But anyway, let's get back to toxic masculinity. So toxic masculinity as a whole is a it's a it's a fake concept, right? It's uh what we are where we are now in society. We are in the let's dress it up and make it feel good. Whatever the fuck that means. Just like Future said. So when we have these conversations and we talk about toxic masculinity, we talk about all these things, it's like, what is really what is what is toxic about being masculine? Because those same very traits are also then very much so attractive. Uh, assertiveness, uh, being independent, being strong-willed, being a leader, uh, those are all attributes that women want to see in men. And if you don't possess that, then they then lose a, a bit of respect. But it's one of those fine line tiptoes. If you do it a little bit too much, it's it's bad. If you don't do it enough, um, you're you're not strong enough. So it's like, where is the line drawn? Because if we're being genuine and if we're being authentic with ourselves, um, there are a lot of traits that are in the feminine realm that's like, eh, I mean, if you didn't do this so much, we wouldn't have this. Or if you did this a little bit more, we'd be all right. So um, no human being is perfect. But when we have these conversations, we talk about toxic masculinity, we talk about all these other things. It's like, really? For real? Like, this is what we talking about? This is what we discussing? Like, these are the problems that we have in 2021 and 2020. Like, amidst, amidst a pandemic, COVID-19 is running rampant, and motherfuckers want to argue about uh, toxic masculinity. Like, a lot of the conversations, I just be listening, and I'd be like, this shit is stupid as fuck. Like, for real. Like, real life. Stupid as fuck. And as a man, uh, it it's concerning because it's... It's like when a lie is told enough, it becomes the truth. Uh, it's like at this point now, we've said it so much and it's it circulates so often that you can't even dispute 
people and have open conversation and dialogue about it because guess what? Everybody's like, no, 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 no. Now, granted, there's a lot of people that still have functioning active brains, uh, but there's a lot of people that have literally decided to dissolve every single cell matter that they have. Um, there's no more gray matter left, and they are simply robots that are repeating the same conversation over and over and over. But, hey, to each his own. But the whole concept that being masculine and the essence of what a masculine man is is attractive except for when it does not benefit uh, same and or opposite sex. It becomes this problem. And I think that's the issue that we need to discuss because there are plenty of women that they don't care if a man has a bunch of women, if he has enough financial means to support them or I guess the emotional capabilities or even depending on her own relationship with herself. Um, there's also the dynamic that I see. Um, there's a lot of tra trauma from uh, the upbringing of, the single parent household, which was a standard going into the late 80s and the 90s. Uh, we don't talk about that at all, but we are seeing the onset of the generation that grew up in, I wouldn't say dysfunctional households because it's not necessarily dysfunction, but when there is an aspect of the household that's off, you see an imbalance in the product. So for the men that grew up with just a mother or just a father, you see them being dominant towards one way or the other and vice versa. And then you also see that the parenting style towards a, a mother to a daughter and a mother to a son are completely different. Um, that's why in a two-parent household, you see that, you know, yeah, he's a mama's boy. He loves his mama. Or she's daddy's little girl, daddy's little princess. Like, you know, she loves her dad. It's, it's, there's a fine line because the, the treatment of how we treat the opposite sex is going to be completely different. Um, I love my daughter. I don't sexualize her, but the essence of how I treat her versus how I treat my son I am going to be a little bit more stern on him. Now, I am going to be stern with my daughter, but I love her and the way that I talk to her and the way that I communicate with her sometimes is a little bit gentler. Um, not because she's soft or she's incapable of hearing it uh, harsh or direct, but because as a man speaking to a child, a little girl, she deserves to be talked with kindness. And I talk to my son with kindness as well. But there's certain times that the difference in tone when it escalates to a teachable moment might be a little bit different and the delivery might be a little bit different. And that's something that, you know, hey, as a as a parent, you progress and you go through. No big deal. But to be honest about what masculinity looks like. Every woman would love to have the man that's in the gym, ripped, bunch of money, muscles, this, this and that other. But baby, you sitting on the couch eating Cheetos. What, what, what you want me to do with that? What you want me to do with that? I don't care that you watch Netflix. I don't care what the fuck you do with your own spare time. But the unrealistic expectation that um, masculinity or femininity is one size fits all is absurd. You know, for the longest men was i wanting the same type of woman, and I want this, and I want that. And I'm like, buddy, you know what I mean? And, it, and there's some dudes that got money or, you know, got a little, you know, player in them, a little game, and I can get any woman I want because the way that I talk to her and I make her laugh and we have a good time and we do all these things. So, yeah, there's also intangible traits that make things um, more apparent. But just for your average one-off, if I was a 
a sub average looking man and had okay money and I wasn't that fit and I drive an all right car, I couldn't walk up to the most beautiful woman in the room and really, truly probably even get her to give me a 10 second window to pitch why she should deal with me. Because again, it's like brand recognition. When you walk in and you see somebody with a swoosh on their shoe or on their shirt or a horse, you know, you know, polo, you know, Nike, you know, those, this is a brand recognition. So when you see a man that's groomed a certain way, wearing a certain attire, there's a, there's a certain brand recognition. Now, obviously, because we're in the social media internet era, you can make yourself look like however you want to look. But at the, the end of the day, being a man is much more than clothes, money, and all of these other things. That's not the value of a man because a man is knowledge, is protection. It's a lot of different things. And it depends on your background. If you came up in a Christian household, if you're religious, um, but just the dynamic of being a man, just historically and in society, we've always made a way to be able to be providers, protectors. And at certain times when you provide and you protect, you have to protect. And what I mean by protect is that protecting your immediate domain means that there is an attack from outside sources. Now, the caveat to that is that a lot of women are very, very aggressive, are very, very competitive, and are very, very ferocious. Um, a lot of predatory hunter-like mentalities, uh, deep aggressive thoughts. Like, women got that. Like, let's, let's call it real. Like, but I'll never say toxic femininity. It's you know something. Sometimes bitches be crazy. They be they be tripping. But hey, you know, be a woman. You know, be a woman. Be a man. Um, but I wanted to mansplain toxic masculinity for my first episode because. As I go through this journey of talking to you all and finding crazy and witty ways to really kind of go back and forth, I wanted it to be understood. I'm going to say some shit you don't like. And the other, the other part of that is, as a man, and what men have to go through is, I don't give a fuck. And the reason why I don't give a fuck is because my experiences in my life have shaped me to be able to come up and be who I am. And those things have allowed me to thrive, strive, and achieve my goals. Now, along the way, when I bump my head and I realize that an old way is no longer working, I have to adapt and move forward because that is the other part of being a man. As you grow, you understand that there are some things that you can no longer do because those, no, those things no longer fit you. Those things no longer um, will provide you uh, the success that you had in previous endeavors. So when you was a teenager and you was trying to talk to every single girl in the room, you I, can I get your number? Are you trying to spit game? You're trying to do whatever you're trying to do. That's a different dynamic than once you get into your 20s and you're trying to get some money and you're trying to get this and you're trying to get that because what you're focused on is completely different. And as you grow, who you are as a man grows as well. So men, um, toxic masculinity is fake. And anybody that tells you otherwise, tell them to suck your dick. And if they don't want to suck dick, then, you know, just move on. Because at the end of the day, like, hey, who is anybody to say something is toxic? Now, that doesn't go for negative and toxic relationships and people that are just not good for you. That shit is, that shit is true. And that's not, that's not based off of gender. Like, there are toxic women. There are toxic men. There are toxic family members. There are toxic friends. And we all need to let go of toxic bullshit. But as far as for toxic masculinity, it's a bullshit-ass concept. 
that was made up by a bunch of motherfuckers that didn't want anybody to say anything to them or think that, hey, you can say whatever you want and then I can't say anything back. Because that's the other part of it. As a man, if you came up to me even after this podcast and said, man, you toxic. Okay, cool. Because you know nothing about me. You know what I've said for the last 15 to 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying on my podcast. You don't know my life. You don't know what I've experienced. So you know nothing about me. Now, when you sit down and you have a conversation with me, you, you still feel that same way. I can I can respect, you know, your perspective on me based off of maybe your own experiences or what you went through but at the same time. Then we just part ways. And it is it is what it is. But in the in the same breath of trying to generalize and talk about all women or all men, it's it's unprecedented. And I know this one got a little bit more political than I'd like. I really want it to be a little bit more funnier and a little bit more serious. But I want to set the tone. Like, I'm going to discuss real topics. This podcast is not going to be just all shits and grins and giggles. Because I do want to laugh and I do want to have fun. And I, I want to talk about current events and I want to talk about shit that's going on in the world. And I want to have a great spin on it because I feel like, man, we're just at a, at a point where we're taking everything so serious. So if everybody just would lighten up, you know, have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up. Like, you know, like Richard Pryor said, like, we'd all be in a better place. But until we get to that spot, until we get to that space, um, we're going to have to talk about these tough subjects. And maybe we find a funny way or a smooth way or a, a suave way to be able to discuss it. But in the meantime, we're going to have to be very, very honest and real with ourselves. So from Let Me Mansplain to you, I appreciate you for listening. I will talk to you soon. And again, remember, this podcast was brought to you by Toxic Masculinity and Febreze. So, fellas, if you want to be fresh, keep talking crazy to these bitches. Until next time. Since this is the inaugural episode of Let Me Mansplain, I just want to go ahead and share the premise just so you can get a brief understanding. If you look at my podcast, you'll see that it's listed under the comedy section. So if you take nothing that I say serious, that's fine. If you take everything that I say that's as serious, that's fine too. There'll be no hate speech on here. This is not race and or gender based. So it doesn't matter what religious background, shade or hue of color you come from, uh, what pronouns you identify with, none of that. This is a safe space. Please come here. And if I say something that you feel like is offensive or hurt your feelings, please feel free to share. Enlighten me if I say anything that's ignorant or out of character. And uh, if you're taking yourself too serious, shut the fuck up. No, in all seriousness, I appreciate you for listening to every episode and I hope that every time we have a dialogue and you click on this uh, on Let Me Mansplain, we can share and, and, and make something a little bit better. We're going to talk about current events. We're going to talk about topics. And as we move forward, we'll have guests. So the goal is, is to really create a safe space for us to be able to talk uh, discuss things and really move forward. So again, welcome to Let Me Mansplain. Thank you so much for tuning in and I appreciate your support, uh, your follows, your comments and everything that's coming in the future and I appreciate you all. So again, like I said before, you might not like what I'm about to say, but let me mansplain. <laughs>